Welcome to The Receptive Life. We're learning how to fight against the unholy trinity. We're learning how to defend ourselves with the promises that come from the person and the work of Jesus. But also we're learning how to receive all of the gifts that only can come from the triune God. So we're talking about station four, which is the station where we get ourselves on a daily basis to the word of God. And there in that uh, scripture, this living and active word of God begins to do its work on us. So we've been talking about these three themes that we have found in Psalm 119. This idea of prayer, meditation on the scriptures, and also soul struggle or the daily troubles of life. And the three little theme verses taken from Psalm 119 are, uh, Open my eyes that I may see wonderful things in your law. The Latin phrase is oratio. Meditatio just means meditation. The psalmist says, verse 97, Oh, how I love your law. I meditate on it all day long. And then the third um, is from Psalm 119, verse 25, this idea of soul struggle or the daily troubles of life. The psalmist says, uh, My soul is laid low in the dust. Preserve my life according to your word. Now, the reality is that there's really only two kingdoms that we uh, uh, live in, and that is the kingdom of the devil and the kingdom of the triune God. There's no neutral territory here, so it's always holy trinity versus the unholy trinity. And when you're part of God's kingdom, um, you are a threat. You're a threat and an enemy to the devil's kingdom. And so... Uh, I suppose I can say, take heart that when the daily troubles of life come to you and come to me, that we're really to see that as we're right in the in the middle of the fight. We're right um, right there on the front lines. So again, Holy Trinity versus the unholy Trinity, and there is going to be conflict. So there's going to be trouble, trouble, trouble. Uh, and as Christians, we are to expect it. In fact, the scriptures say, don't be surprised when conflict or suffering comes to you. Um, sometimes we need to do some evaluation and ask, you know, uh, did I do it to myself? Right? And so this trouble that I'm experiencing is a consequence of my, my own sin. And you'll see the penitential Psalms in the scripture speak of that. A good example is Psalm 51 with, with David after he has committed adultery with Bathsheba. And he cries out to God that he would, God would cleanse him, that he would wash him, that he would uh, restore him, not take his Holy Spirit from him. So ask, you know, this trouble that I'm experience, experiencing, did I do it to myself? If so, we repent and we receive the forgiveness of sins and we rejoice in the promises of Jesus. Uh, another question you can ask is, is the sinful world doing this to me? Again, the three enemies, devil, corrupt world, and our own sinful flesh. And so, you know, am I just, as the psalmist would describe, going about, you know, this life? And uh, the psalmist often says, why is it that the, that the unrighteous, they go about this life and they do whatever they want and they prosper, but it is the righteous who suffer? To ask another question, is, is the devil perhaps doing this, attacking me? And so this is a direct spiritual you know, attack from the evil one against faith and hope and love. Or also to ask, could this trouble that I am experiencing, could this be God himself disciplining me, uh, refining me as a, as a dear father? The scriptures would reveal it as a dear father um, 
you know, disciplining a dear son. And so there's this trouble, right? So what do we do in the midst of that trouble? Well, the psalmist says, I'm laid low in the dust. Revive me or preserve me according to your word. Again, the disciples say to Jesus, to whom shall we go? You have the words of life. So here's some examples of this soul struggle uh, that is referred to in Psalm 119. Verse 23, rulers sit together and slander me. Verse 25, I'm laid low in the dust, preserve my life according to your word. Verse 28, my soul is weary with sorrow, strengthen me according to your word. Verse 49, remember your word to your servant, for you have given me hope. Verse 67, before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I obey your word. Verse 71, it was good for me to be afflicted so that I might learn your decrees. Verse 75, I know, O Lord, that your laws are righteous, and in faithfulness you have afflicted me. So in this trouble, again, we have these two voices that need to really express themselves. Uh, from our perspective, all of the feelings and emotions and questions that we have, uh, God invites us to acknowledge the trouble. In the, in the scriptures, that you can refer to that as um, an invitation to lament or to take it up with God. But that's not the only voice that we need to hear in the trouble. We need to hear God's voice and to be able to give receive the gift of the promises of God, speaking into the midst of uh, the troubles of this life. So again, that little exercise, you can take a piece of paper, draw a line down the middle, and on one side, you can list all of the troubles, all of the voices, right? I feel like God has abandoned me. It seems like, you know, this is unfair, unjust. I think and you take all that conversation and you bring it into the conversation of the scriptures. And you say, well, but God's word says. And again, you find those friends, those daggers, those portions of scripture that can uh, comfort you, point to the person of Jesus, fight for you, defend you. And uh, again, who has the last word on all of, the, all of these things? Well, uh, not our emotions, not our feelings, not our circumstances. But we can say it's always uh, God's word that has the last word. So we are uh, each day to get ourselves to the scriptures, to hear them, to read them, to study them, meditate, memorize them with the promise and with the three themes, the three prayers. Open my eyes that I may see wonderful things in your law. Oh, how I love your law. I meditate on it all day long and my soul is laid low in the dust. Revive me or preserve me according to your word.